This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to the Love of the Star podcast. I'm Bobby Belt, Dallas Cowboys insider for 105.3 The Fan of Dallas. Joined, as always, by former Super Bowl winning NFL scout Brian Broaddus. He is now the co-host of the G-Bag Nation, 2 to 7 p.m. Central, Monday through Friday on 105.3 The Fan. He is also the pre- and post-game co-host on the Dallas Cowboys radio network. And for those of you that ask about the Raiders pennant, the Eagles pennant, the Packers pennant, Everything else that's back there. He worked for those teams, guys. This is a man who's put in the hours for the Dallas Cowboys. Shortest stint there, probably the Raiders, right? That was about a week. Two weeks. Yeah, two I worked, weeks. For, worked for Al Davis for two weeks. <laughs> it was amazing. Maybe one day I'll tell that story. about. I, I, if you listen to me on 105.3 The Fan, you will know my Al Davis story. It's Two weeks. It, it was crazy. Like the man I interviewed with, I, I left the Cowboys after the, the draft in 05. That mm-hmm. crazy draft that we had that was really good, the DeMarcus Ware draft. So I my contract runs out. Jeff Ireland tells me he's taken over for Larry Lacewell. And Ireland tells me, he goes, hey, uh, I'm gonna ke- I could keep you around for pro director if uh, Brian Gain doesn't take the job. And Brian Gain at the time was – it was Dallas or San Francisco. And uh, – so Gain decides he's going to take the Dallas job. So now I'm out of a gig. So I'm done on a Monday. I interview with the Raiders on a Friday of in May, the first week of May. And I, I mean, like I interviewed with Al Davis for like five hours. And so then I, I'm like, okay, great. Everything's fine. Thanks. Appreciate it. I don't hear from him at all, at all, till August. And it's like... Uh, Brian, would you be interested in coming and working with the Raiders, and we'll have you. And, uh, you can come to Alameda, and you can, you know, you can hang out. And I'm mean, like, oh, so yeah, Mr. Davis, sounds great. <laughs> so I go there, and uh, I'm working for the Raiders. I'm living at a hotel, literally next door. You could like pitch a golf ball, like a boop, little chipper, from the hotel to where the facility was. I mean, it's just right there on the uh, the campus, and so like. Two weeks go by. Well, at the time, I'm married. And my uh, my wife at the time, you know, she's like, well, when are they going to tell us about – this is a week. When are they going to send us the stuff about moving? When are they going to – you know, relocation packages? When are – you know, all this stuff. I'm like, well, let me – you know, I'll figure it out. Uh, I'll figure it out, babe. I'll let you know, da, 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 da. So another week goes. 
And uh, Mr. Davis brings me in, and he's like, uh, oh, Brian, I'd, I'd like to, uh, I'd like to try you out. I'd like for you to, I'll pay you two thousand a month. <laughs> and I'm like, uh, I'm like, Mr. Davis, I really can't do that. I've got a, I've got a wife. Uh, Bennett was just born. Um, you know, I'm like, I go, sir, I, I really can't do that. And he's like, okay, then you could pack your stuff and go home. You could just go home. And I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> so I swung by Mike Lombardi's office, and I'm like, uh, he's like, hey, what's up? And I go, the old man just told me to go home. And I go, he goes, what? I go, the old man, he wants to pay me two grand. I could live in the hotel, and he wants to try me out. He's like, just wants to try me out for the job. And you know the funny thing about it? If I was single, I would have probably done it. Yeah, I would have probably, yeah. I would have probably done it. I, I if I was single, but then I, you know, I flew home. And what's funny about that? And I'm sorry, I'm taking time off our show here. No, but, you're good. But what's funny about that? Peter King had was doing a, a thing for HBO called Inside the NFL. Yeah, and I was going to be, I was going to be this anonymous scout for for inside the NFL. So my job going from the Cowboys, Peter's like, Hey, I want to, I want you to come on and work with us on inside the NFL. And you could be the anonymous scout. You could break stuff down and talk and you know, that, da, 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 da. And so I'm like, cool. Yeah. That sounds like a good gig. Well, we're talking about that gig. I interview with the Raiders and now I'm like, I have to call Peter up uh, when I go with the Raiders and I have to tell him, hey, Peter, I'm sorry that you know, I've, I'm going to go to work with the Raiders and all that. And he goes, oh, man, okay, it's totally, it's, it's totally cool, man. Hey, uh, great, thanks. So then, like, I'm sitting in the airport, and I'm like, the first person I call is Peter King. I'm like, hey, Peter, uh, thing you with the Raiders. You still got that gig? <laughs> yeah, you still got that gig. He goes, man, we, we're not going to do it. You talk about my wife, Kathy. She was so mad at me. <laughs> I mean, she's like, what are you doing why would you go? They, why, why would you take? Why would you go work for a place where they want to try you? You know, and I'm like, and there's nothing I could say. There's just nothing I could say. And it was just like, yeah, you're right. You're right. But yeah, I worked for the Raiders for two weeks. But yeah, these, these pennants, real quick, all these pennants behind me, these are pennants I got when I went to Cowboy Games from 1971. Oh. As from a fan, 19, as a yeah, season ticket holder. Yeah, as a, as a season ticket holder from 1971, or really 72, to 1992 when I went and worked for the Packers, my family, I got a pennant, a felt pennant, every time I went to a game. And these pennants all behind me are all from 1971, all the seasons that I had. Uh, so, yeah, it's just my... It's my way to they remind. All, they me. all have the uh, they all have the Gary Anderson single bar face mask. They're all and they're and they're I, they're really cool. If you could see over my what would be looking at my, it's my right shoulder, but on the screen I think it's the yeah it's still the right yeah. It's like the Houston Oilers and then there's the yeah you see the Eagles the Saints but I've got them all I've got them all around me in my office here and then I and got then my, I see the Cowboys just just over okay uh, now that see that was the thing about it is what was funny the Cowboys one I used to have up high and then I people couldn't see it then they would see the Eagles one was down low and so they were seeing the Eagles one think all oh, these Cowboy fans are gonna hate me so now with the way my screen is I need to move the Cowboy pennant again and get them back in the back yeah in, you got back you, you got to reshuffle there a little bit yeah uh, Brian what I don't see up there uh, I don't happen to see a Patriots 
uh, pennant. That is who the uh, Dallas Cowboys are taking on this week. I'm sure it's over there. I just don't see it right now. Uh, but it, the the Cowboys are taking on the Patriots this week. It is the return of Ezekiel Elliott, and we're going to take a deep dive into <laughs> the New England Patriots. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to waste time there. No, my you're bad. good. No, no. People, people love the story. No, they don't. People are probably they like, do. You? I love them. I know, but they're like to be the people that like, why don't you get to the football stuff, Broadus? <laughs> This wasted, was football. This yeah, was all wasted football. time. You're not talking so, about the team. I'm so like, as yeah. we look at, let, let's talk about the team. That before we dive yeah. into the Patriots specifically, yeah. uh, positive uh, news on Thursday: Tyler Biotis, Zach Martin, both returned to practice in some form. They were both limited. Yeah. Tyron Smith remains a DNP. He is looking a little doubtful at this moment for Sunday against the Patriots. The question then becomes, is it Edoga at left tackle? Is it Tyler Smith? Now that they have a week to get him some work, which direction do they go? You're the Mike insider. McCarthy you tell is, me. Mike McCarthy is not giving details on <laughs> what? it. Um, what? Mike's yeah, not I telling know. you? It's, it's, it's shocking. What do you think is uh, going to happen? Here's, here's, I, what I, honestly, I don't think Smith's going to play. I don't think I, Smith's I, playing. I don't think Tyron Smith is playing. Either. I don't think he, I didn't this, know he's not. This was a big day. In terms of who's going to play at left tackle, I they, they are so cagey with details, this group. My inclination is to say that it would be just like them to uh, run Idoga back out there at left tackle is what you, I would. And uh, you call yourself an insider. I'm just saying. I'm saying. The, 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 I'm telling what are you. you what, why do I have to do all the work? You don't have to do it. You don't have to do it. I'm, I'm just telling you that offensive line is the, the the stuff I got out of there last week was, and I think you heard some of the same. Oh, no. Biotish was, Biotish yeah. was fine. Oh, Biotish yeah. was probably going to oh, play. Yeah. Biotish oh, yeah. didn't play. Oh, Tyron yeah. was probably going to play. Tyron didn't play. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, it's it's hard to keep track of what exactly it is they're doing over there. Can my, I? My, my best guess as of today, and it may change in the next 24 hours, the more I talk to people, the closer it gets to game time. My best guess right now is if Tyron doesn't go, they just keep it the way it was, and it's Edoga at left tackle. I, I have a feeling you're right. Okay, let me ask you this, though, Robert. Yeah. If you can only get two of them back, you can only get two players back. Mm-hmm. Of the three, who are you getting back? Who would you – Tyron I say, and Zach. It's not even close because Hoffman that, was good. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. I know some people on Twitter ask. That's no listen. shot at Biotis. That, that's not at a, all. That's a not big at all. of confidence in what Brock It Hoffman. just shows you how well maybe – not maybe – to me, Tyron Smith had cl- turned the clock back a little bit. Well, he they're getting tur- the ball out so fast too, and so what? Yeah, happens but it's on the but end- he's but he's not he's not been he's been good. No, he's he's been he's been fine. He's he's not. I, I don't think he's been. Why do you hate Tyron Smith? With, I don't hate Tyron Smith. You I do? love Tyron Smith. I don't. What I hate is what I hate is having to routinely half the year the last six years figure out what are you doing uh because your left tackles out i hate that i don't love that i I like a little bit more stability best uh uh, the best ability is availability as they say uh and and tyron for about half the year doesn't have the best uh best ability and so that's my only thing there you know there are people in green bay that are going through this with david bakhtiari now too yeah there's these tremendous players that just can't stay healthy just can't stay healthy you know but i um to answer your question i think they're going to roll adoga back out there at left tackle tyler smith at left guard um biotish will be the center martin the right guard and then steal the right tackle that would be my guess 
Yeah, I, I think that's what you're looking at. And when you're and then you're going Saturday, up, I'll figure it out, and it'll be completely wrong what I just said. Yeah, well, I, don't, I mean, look, I, I would they, play. They, I would play Tyler Smith at left tackle. He did at almost a Pro Bowl he level. Really he good. was a he was on the All Rookie Team as a tackle last year. Why is it so hard? He 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 played tackle at Tulsa. I know he worked at guard. You were kind of like. You know, I think you got a little bit stunned that Tyron, Tyron Smith wasn't going to play last week. You know, and okay, I get it. I get last week. But you got a whole week to get. You and I are worried about Matthew Jordan, right? Jordan, yeah. we're worried. Jordan and, we, and Uchi. Jordan and Uchi. Yeah, we're, both of them. Both of them. You know, in, in, in I worry about Adoga as a tackle. And, you know, not, I mean, they had two sacks last week. The one sack that that that, and I don't think he was responding. They're trying to double move on the outside. Dak kind of holds it. I mean, you let it fly, but you know he he gives up the he gives up the sack. And but also you know Bass wasn't good on the play either. You know and the mm-hmm. Dak didn't have a place to step up, so it's just a bad play. But the other times these guys were fine. So maybe 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 Adoga playing left tackle will be fine. I I just. Me personally, him playing guard, I think is better. I just do, and I wonder. I wonder. You know, that's that's why you and I are doing radio, and I'm not sitting there doing work with the team anymore because they don't care what. Last time I cared what I said was 2005. That was a long time ago. Well, let's uh, let's talk about uh, let's talk about this New England Patriots defense, which is really good, actually. Um, yeah, it, it's one. It, it's we, what's going to keep them in games. It is going to keep them in games. They do things good offensively to a point. They don't score any points. They just yep. don't score points. But their defense, look, look, we're, their we're defense ain't going to... Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Complaining, we're complaining about not pushing the ball down the field. This is a team you're playing this week. They will not push the ball down the field at all. They'll send Kendrick Bourne on a few deep routes every game. Kendrick Bourne is their one deep guy. But if it's if it's not born, everything is at the line of scrimmage. It feels like for this. I'll tell you the team. one the one quick player they do have is is Demario Douglas, the rookie from Liberty. Yeah, and and you know what? Let's just start with the Patriots' offense. I think that'll be the shorter okay. time because of, of, yeah. of how limited they they seem yeah. to be offensively. I will say the I one spent guy. I'm seven about, minutes talking about my working with. No, uh, no, no. The guy, the guy Brian, I'm worried you about. You go home. I don't like you anymore. <laughs> I liked you guy, at one time. The guy I'm worried about in New England is Demario Douglas. Douglas is a guy that and, and and he fumbled in the Dolphins game and pretty much got benched after yeah. that for the rest of the game. But yeah, man, that is that is an electric player who can make things happen in space in the return game, catching right. the ball. They do a lot of motion with the receivers into the backfield. They'll put yeah. Juju back there. They'll put Douglas back there. I I do worry that. For a team that just got gashed by Rondell Moore, I, I do worry about how the Patriots use their receivers in terms of well, across the formation. I'll tell you this, though, Bobby. The one thing that I learned from watching the Patriots play 
is that the best path for them running the ball is either the toss, you know, but the toss sweep for them, when if they can run the ball to their left, your right is. And what's the problem the Cowboys have had? It's been on that on that right on that right side. You know, yeah. it's it's not running the ball. There's not a problem. You know, teams do not want to run the ball at Demarcus Lawrence. I wouldn't be shocked. I wouldn't be shocked in this game if we see Demarcus Lawrence play some right end. I wouldn't. Be I wouldn't either. The Cowboys behind left tackle and left end; those snaps combined, they're allowing eleven yards per carry. There's, there's no question. You watch, you watch the way, you watch the way that the Patriots run the football. Teams want to run. Teams want to run at Micah Parsons. They do, and that's the you know. So if that's the case, you have to find ways to put guys behind him. You know, in case that he stunts down inside or jumps around a block, but. Where the numbers will tell you, the numbers, if you're one of those guys or gals that believes in the metrics of things, the Patriots are good when it comes to running at their left side, your right edge, inside or out. But just off the left side, they are a a strange team in that way. Most teams are right-handed and run the ball better to their right side. But the Patriots are the opposite. They're better when they can go to their left. But they're also better when they fit when they face like six or fewer defenders in the box. When it's a light box, they tend to run the ball a little bit better there. It's that's where that's where Ezekiel Elliott has been. I think you know with Stevenson and Elliott, that's where they've been their best when they've dealt with a team that's played a little six man box or, or lighter. It yeah. hasn't been as good, and this is where I'm, you're, you're learning about metrics and stuff. When they start talking about neutral, neutral or seven in the box, not as good for the Patriots. When the box is stacked, that's eight or more. So seven or eight, not as good for the Patriots running the ball. Six or fewer is a better situation for them running the football. And it's and to your right, their left is what you have to be aware of today. Which, to get that lighter box, I mean, they're going to have to be able to challenge a little bit some of these secondaries, make yeah. them feel like they can they can play back. Is is I don't know. When I watched it, it felt like Bourne was the only guy they felt like they could do anything with down the field for the most part. Everything else has been, been pretty much under. Uh, it's a lot yeah. of quick stuff at the line of scrimmage. Well, a lot of smoke routes. It's it has just, to be. It has yeah. to be. Because the problem... The, and and this is this is a problem that they they deal with too when you start talking about Mac Jones and you know Mac Jones with this receiving core he has very very few attempts with open receivers very yeah. few open receivers it, it, they just don't and you know it, it's a metrics thing again you know forty three percent of the time he is throwing to what they determine as an open receiver. And that's within a three yards of separation. You know, that, that's what they tell you. Three-plus yards of separation, that would be considered an open receiver. But they're, they're even less, even less when it comes to wide open throws, which is five yards or more. They're right at 20%. So you 43% open receivers and then, and, then, and then even open wide receivers, five yards more with separation. It only happens 20% of the time for them. 
Yeah. I mean, they're throwing in. I mean, this guy doesn't even throw in tight windows. Here's another number for you. I'm not trying to give you tired head with numbers, but it's stuff you learn and you wonder as you go along. These metrics will show you. Tight windows throws. He only 16% of his passes are tight windows throws. Mm-hmm. You know, that's that's he's only trying 16% of those tight window throws. So that just tells you that these receivers are struggling to get open. Now, where where they do make some hay, where they do make some hay is with their tight ends. You know, and and it's not it's you know with, with Hunter Henry and Mike Gesicki, yeah. The, these guys are like super reliable. Okay, why are they super reliable? Well, what happens is the pocket tends to break down. Like Mac Jones goes back to pass, he is under some kind of duress. So what's he going to do? He's going to try and find he's going to find one of these tight ends. And you know when when you look at both these tight ends, his quarterback rating is over 100 with both of the with with Henry and Gesicki. You know, I mean yeah. they're reliably catching the football for him. And the coaches in New England when you watch the All 22, they like to use them in combination routes together. So like one will drive across, one behind. They like to do things with like picks and rubs. Yeah. That's what smart teams are doing in the National Football League today. They're they're finding ways to create separation because these cornerbacks and safeties are really good at covering. So you got to find ways to and if the officials are not going to call it, and by the way, Bobby, who's the official for the game this week? Do you, did you know that? Did you uh, get Scott that? Novak? Scott uh, Novak, who, who, the, who the Cowboys have—they've uh, had him twice, right? Penalties, yeah, both okay. Times they've had okay, Scott Novak. I'll remember that tomorrow for when my show is. But th- this is the thing about it: is you you have got to find a way to keep Hunter and Kasicki from doing things in this game. You have to cover them up. Because they're both they, they the way they run their offense. The, I mentioned the rubs, the picks. It's simple throws. It's hooks. It's outs. It's you know. It's just it's it's like sit down, slide a little bit. I mean, everything about it is just trying to make easy throws. And even when you kind of cover these guys, they're strong. They're big. They'll catch the ball. They're one of these guys. I mean, they're not going to blow you away. With you know, with them as blockers, but they're really good at catching the football, you know, and that's and that's and I think that's something that Dallas, you know, the I don't if the wide receivers kill you in this game, well, that's your fault, but yeah. these tight ends can make plays because of how quick the routes are that they run underneath. Yeah, I think if the receivers kill you in this game again, it's because some of the stuff they do with motion, it's some of the stuff they do to get Douglas in space, they get Juju Smith Schuster into the backfield, just. They they love that uh, that that circular like motion. It's called orbit. It's called yeah, orbit. They, they love the orbit motion. Yeah. On, with the receivers, right? That 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 seems to be the preferred way of them trying to get things going and, and change things up. With the well, receivers. what did what did Arizona do to you? Arizona was well, big motion. Big, you know. I mean, it's not something that they're really really particularly big at. No. Mm-hmm. Uh, by the way, you know Dallas. If you had to say. Dallas in, in the Dallas in the way offensively they've used motion. You want to know a little fact about them? Every every game, yeah, I know that's why you listen. Every game that they've played this season, the motion for their offense has gotten less. Yeah, they, this is a static offense. It went it you know, it was like it was fifty percent or more in the Giants, went to like forty eight percent against the Jets. It was forty percent last week against uh Arizona. Yep. So every week 
their offense has Dallas's offense has used less and less motions. Which well, really, everybody who screams about, well, you got to move people around, and I think people are right about that. But yeah, you you do have to do some of that in this day and age. But I was talking to a guy at the Packers. This guy told me he goes, "Hey, let me just give you a little idea here." He goes, "One of the reasons why McCarthy got let go was because of the way the offense just grinded to a just a halt. You know, that there was no motion, there was no you know, there was there was no creativity, there was no you know, yeah." But that, that's what this guy at the Packers says. He says, hey, one of the reasons why he you know, moved on is because the, the offense stopped trying to move people. So I hope that's not the case here. I really do. But- I, I, w- I would hope so, too. I mean, that, that looks to be how they want to run this offense, though, or how they've talked about it, even all the way back to training camp. Really quickly, before we dive into the defense, what is it? This, to me, looks like there are two really good offensive linemen that the Patriots have. David Andrews and Trent Brown are, are two of the best, I feel like. I, I think, think they're really yeah. Good. I think everybody else on that offensive line is bad. Oh, no. I think this is a bad Low, offensive line. I'll tell you what. Calvin Anderson's not bad at tackle. Brown and Anderson are at the at the, at tackles. The kid, Lowe, I don't think is very good. I, he very struggles. He, yeah, very low. I, I think he struggles with power. Cole Strange in his second year looks like a little bit of a liability at guard too. I'd keep yeah. an I'd number sixty nine. I wouldn't be surprised to see them put somebody on him, bring pressure over the top of him. That's the quickest way right there to get to uh, to get to 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 Jones is to run right through the middle of that defense. And I I saw some issues with with. With Cole Strange, and he's dealing with a little bit of a knee injury right now too. If, if the Cowboys want to run some twists and get get some stuff in yeah. here against some of yes. these guards, yes, uh, whoever yeah. it is, Strange, yeah, uh, Moffy, like anybody that they run yeah. out there. Well, they've been drafting young guys, but these young guys aren't ready to play yet. That's no. the that's the thing is they're usually they're they're going with veteran guys they've traded for or guys that they've signed as free agents. That's yeah. that's kind of where they go. Trent Brown, I have a feeling in this game, Trent Brown's going to start at left tackle and Calvin Anderson's going to start at the right tackle. That's Which what if my... You're gonna, if, if you're going to move Demarcus Lawrence over to the left side, play or the right side of the defense, play, right. some of, play him over there a little bit, it wouldn't necessarily be the worst thing in the world to flip nope. Uh, nope. Parsons to the other side, get him some right. run there. Yep. You're listening to the Love of the Star podcast. The Love of the Star is an Odyssey podcast. You can find it on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.